Welcome to A Servant's Heartbeat. My name is Kristen. Thank you for listening and allowing me to share my heartbeat for the kingdom of God with you. So, have you ever been in a group of new people? Everyone is getting to know one another, and then that one question comes up. So, what do you do for a living? What line of work are you in? What's your occupation? And if you feel unsure in any of those questions, boy, that, that begins to make some things run through your mind. And then maybe there's that one person who's really sure, and they whip out a fancy business card. This is who I am. This is my title. And this is what I do. But you may feel like, I have no title. I have no position. I have no business card that I can whip out and show you this is who I am. And maybe you begin to ask yourself, what is my place? What is my role? And the big one, who am I? So the question for our devotion today is, where's your name tag? Now, sometimes it's the simplest things that we can forget in a moment of stress or a moment of weakness. And we need just that gentle nudge of a reminder of what's really important. So consider this as just a little gentle nudge reminder about your name tag. So there's a young man in the Bible that had a particular name tag, if you will. We know him as the rich young ruler. He was the one that came running to Jesus, asking about eternal life. Now, he wanted the right thing. He was asking for the right thing, eternal life. <laughs> and it even seems he may have been doing some of the right things because in that conversation, he tells Jesus that he had kept the commandments from his youth. Well, that sounds pretty good. But when Jesus showed him the cost, the sacrifice, the commitment, one thing thou lackest, in summary, go sell and give all you have, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. Well, this young man went away pretty sorrowful because he had great possessions. And perhaps one of the things, and I'm sure that maybe several things went into this, but maybe one of the things that made this decision for this rich young ruler so hard was that his identity, his name tag, was tied up in what he possessed. This is what I do. This is my role. This is my position. This is who I am. I am a rich young ruler. Now, in all three accounts that record this, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, we aren't told this young man's name, but we do know that he was rich, young, and a ruler. Now, chewing on this a little bit, in order to be known as rich and in order to be known as a ruler, it's likely that this title, this role that people knew about this fella had been with him 
for some time. I mean, he was most likely known by this or this title was associated with him for a good part of his life. Because back then, you didn't just become rich overnight. You didn't just play the Jerusalem lottery jackpot and all of a sudden <laughs> you got rich or all of a sudden become a ruler. This identity, this prestige, this status had likely been with him for a while. And now here he is running to Jesus, falling at his feet and asking about eternal life. And he's realizing that part of the cost, part of following the good master, part of the kingdom of heaven is letting go of this identity that he has been known by and associated with for so long. Now, even though we don't know his name, he was described and labeled, identified as a rich young ruler. And again, Jesus is telling him to sell whatever he has, let go of these things, take up the cross and follow me. Now, I've often thought about this in the sense that this man just wasn't willing to pay the cost. But I'm not sure how much I've chewed on the thought that maybe it was a struggle of letting go of his identity and who he was. What would people think? I mean, here's this rich young ruler having all these great possessions. And if he had none of that left, who would he be? Which brings us to a question we've already asked. Who am I? So let's shift this to us for a moment. We come in contact with people all the time that don't know our name, but they see us in various roles or places or positions, and we can become associated with that role, place, or position. So, for example, they may not know the pastor's name, but they see him in that role, place, or position, and they're like, oh yeah, that's the pastor of so-and-so church. Or they may not know the pastor's wife's name, but they see her <laughs> with the pastor. So yeah, that's who that is. Or maybe somebody knows your kids from school or from playing wherever, and they don't know your name, but they know, yeah, that's so-and-so's mom or that's so-and-so's dad. Or maybe they don't know your name, but they see you on the platform and you're a musician or you're a singer. Oh yeah, I don't know their name, but that's the one who was singing or playing the other night. Maybe somebody sees you in town in a place that you work. You're, you work at a business, you're a teacher, you're a boss, you're a CEO, whatever. Yeah, you're that person that works at that place. They don't know your name, but that role, that place that you're in becomes something that you are connected to. So every morning, I wake up, I'm headed to work, and before I get out of the car, I put on a badge and a name tag. I have this name badge that's on a lanyard that goes around my neck. And then I have this name tag that attaches to my shirt. So that's two forms of identification, both of which give people an idea of my role, position, and title in the place that I'm in. Now, the name tag that goes on my shirt is just a little special 
and it sticks out because of the color. It just so happens to be gold, not because I chose that, but it, it is gold, pure plastic gold, if that <laughs> clarifies anything, it's not real. But at a glance, without even knowing my name, I can walk in a building at work and just because of that color of the badge or just because of that, the badge that people have seen before, it lets them know a little bit about what I do and what my role is in that place or in that building. So it's almost as if this badge, this name tag is a form of identification. This is who I am. This is my role here. This is what I do. This lets you know why I'm here. Now, going back to that rich young ruler, let's pretend like he's talking for a moment and he's talking about his name tag. I know you don't know my name, but here's my form of identification. Here's my name tag. This identity lets everyone know who I am. I'm a rich young ruler. This badge, this identity is who and what I'm known by. But you see, the difficult thing is Jesus is asking me to surrender this name tag, this identity that I'm really attached to. If I don't have the name tag of rich young ruler, who am I? And to put that where we are, if I don't have the name tag of singer, musician, teacher, mother, father, wife, who am I? What am I doing here? What's my role? What's my place? Well, here's the simple answer. Where's your name tag? <laughs> here's your, your gentle nudge of reminder. There are no name tags in the kingdom of God. There are no name tags in the kingdom of God. I am known of him and he knows my name, not because of my name tag or a name badge, but because as David said, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. So in those moments when it feels like the badge or name tag that I'm wearing may say, you're a failure, you're incapable, you're unworthy or unfit. Remember, there are no name tags in the kingdom of God. Then there's the world. They're, they're all too happy <laughs> to put a name tag or a badge on us. We're labeled or called crazy. You're too strict. You're too old-fashioned. You're out of touch. Your styles and trends, no. Nah. <laughs> but there are no name tags in the kingdom of God. In those moments when your past sneaks up and wants to label you, wants to slap that label on you again, wants to stick that name tag of what you used to be, bringing up all those ungodly badges that you used to wear so proudly. <laughs> but there are no name tags in the kingdom of God. We sang a song the other night, and part of it said, I am who I am because. The I am tells me who I am. In other words, in those moments when maybe I feel forgotten, out of place, wondering what is my place? What am I doing here? What's my role? 
I don't have to wonder and go looking for confirmation in a title or a position to tell me who I am. Because this isn't about who you are, but whose you are. In Deuteronomy 7 and 6, it says, For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God, and the Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. It's not about who you are, but whose you are. Chosen to be a special people unto himself. Isaiah 43.10, Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. This isn't about who you are, but whose you are. So when anyone looks at me, I don't want them to see my name tag, my badge, or a label. I want them to see Jesus. I don't want them to see just somebody who can play the keyboard or somebody who can sing or somebody that's a parent or somebody that's just a teenager or just a child. I want them to see Jesus is on the inside, working on the outside. And oh, what a change. When anyone looks at me, yeah, they may think about the past because that's how they knew me before what I used to do, who I used to be. That's the crowd I used to run with. But Lord, may it be when they look at me now, <laughs> they're thinking, how did she come out of that lifestyle? How did she break away from those chains? <laughs> and my thought is, let me tell you about my Jesus, not my label, not my name tag, and not my badge. <laughs> so this is just a nudge, a reminder. I know that we know we are God's chosen people. But I also know that sometimes life happens and we get discouraged. Battles will tire us out. We get weary and our thinking gets foggy. <laughs> so here's a nudge, a reminder. The rich young ruler was attached to his possessions. And perhaps part of that attachment was being attached to a name tag what he was known by, his identity. I'm a rich young ruler. This is who I am. This is what I'm known by. So our reminder is that I don't want to get too caught up in my role, title, or position to the point that I lose sight of whose I am. It's a reminder that even when I've been living for God for years, Continuing to follow him still takes a surrender. A surrender in the sense that whatever role, position, or title I have or may eventually have, however small, large, big, medium, whatever the size of that title, it's not about who I am. It's not about the title, the role, the position. The main thing is who's. I am. Whose I am comes before all of that. People may know me as the one that plays a keyboard, the one that plays whatever. But if I lost my hands tomorrow and can never play anything again, 
that does not change whose I am. Every role, every title, every position is surrendered to him. So, my friend, where's your name tag? (laughs) The answer, there are no name tags in the kingdom of heaven.